Welcome back to another episode of Bachelor Night in America, presented by Water Cooler Sports. This is the number one Bachelor podcast in the universe, self-proclaimed. I am your host, Catch, and I am alongside, as always, my great friend, someone I'd always give the rose to, Junior. Junior, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I, I'm fighting off a bit of the uh, end of June cold, as is common. Uh, so if I found, sound a little weirder than normal, I apologize, but uh, I'm going to power through it because... We have a great show lined up. Yeah, we have a fantastic show lined up. We have uh, our first interview with an actual contestant from The Bachelor. That'll be coming up later with uh, Nick from this past season. We finally got him. We got the white whale. He's Um, our boy. It's going to be really exciting. Um, But we'll get there in a little bit, so let's start with the state of Becca. Yeah. Um, I think she had a good week this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Seemed like she had very good dates. I think she did very well in the two-on-one. Um, I think she talked about this, but it, it can't be an easy situation to manage because if you're taking someone on the two-on-one, inherently it means that you're unsure about pretty much both those people. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, she handled it pretty well, uh, ended up doing, in my opinion, the right thing, um, and looks like we're in for some drama in the upcoming weeks. But uh, yeah, I think she's doing fine now. Yeah, I, I would I would probably agree with you on everything you said there. I think she did a did a decent job. The two on one, I I would imagine uh, for us great entertainment. But I would oh, imagine yeah. being the the one on that two on one would have probably made me want to like jump off a cliff. Right. Yeah. They they were <laughs> they were pretty bad. Yeah. Um. And as far as the other stuff goes, you know the the whole Chris situation. Yeah. Boy, boy, talk talk about an all-time meltdown there. We've had a couple big meltdowns. I talk about in your head, yeah. and it wasn't Becca. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Shocker. Um, boy, he uh, he had a meltdown, and she did a good job. She wasn't letting him budge either. No, which I was, which I was, was actually – I'm sure we'll get to it, but I'm surprised by her decision there. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, she's following her heart. Right, right. All right, so let's get right into the dates. Um, we'll start with the one-on-one with Colton. Um, yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just let you go ahead. It was a can. They went rode camels and went in the hot tub. So yeah. Colton's your guy. Go ahead. Tell yeah. me what you thought of Colton's date. Uh, I don't. I don't love the camels thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's like a neat novelty. But I mean, you're in you're in Las Vegas. There's got to be cooler shit to do than go ride camels in the desert, right? Uh, so I wasn't crazy about that. Then they had the classic like hot tub in the middle of nowhere, which I guess is fine. But again, it's a hot weather state, and so going in a hot tub in probably like 90 degree heat probably doesn't feel great. So, I don't know. I wasn't thrilled with the date, but I think, obviously, Colton did a great job. He, How can't you like this guy? I just don't understand. Well, you got to think, too. Maybe uh, maybe they were doing it at, at dusk where it was cooling down. You know, it gets pretty cool in the desert at night. That's just simple science. People tell us that. So People tell us. Yeah, we had no experience. <laughs> I've heard it's cold. <laughs> well, you know, you never know. Um, but, yeah, it was a good day. I thought riding camels is cool. It's, it's different, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it is different. But, like you said, I mean, when I go to Las Vegas, I, there's – I mean – Camels aren't indigenous to right. Nevada. Yeah, that like, was it, the weird thing. Yeah, it wasn't like, like like we always say. I like to like experience right. the city, and that's not. If you're, you know, maybe if you're like gonna go like scorpion and armadillo catching. Yeah, I'd yeah. be fine well, with that. Well, that sounds super fun. That sounds like a great time. But yeah, I mean, the camel. It's probably a, probably a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, if I'm, I'm in Vegas, you know, I want to go to the, the sports book. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I've been there like tons of times. Place down some some fat wagers. Yeah, throw tons of units around. Oh, that's man. just what I do. Totally. Um. I'm trying to think. Nothing really happened at dinner. I think he no. said that he you, he fell in love once. Yeah, yeah. He he 
laid it on pretty thick. Um, and I think he was like really laying the groundwork for when he does drop the L word eventually. Because yeah, yeah. he was like, I've only said it once and it means a lot to me. So I'm very cautious about who I say it to. Which, good on him because when the time comes, it's going to be like, oh my god, he said it to me too. Now, two thoughts going into that. Um, one, I thought there was a little bit of foreshadowing there that didn't end up happening where they showed the sign that said the Virgin River. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be the night he dropped the, 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 the V-bomb, if you will. I don't will. know if I should say this for bold predictions or not. I don't think I don't think it's real. Okay. I don't know why. That's fair. I, I, I think they like voiced over somebody else but showed Colton maybe. I don't know. It just seems odd that they keep like hammering in our face. And I expect him to just pull the rug out. Well, you know what? If if it is real, it's going to happen at the fantasy. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. come on, you know. Yes. Um, the other thing I want to point out is: Do you think the girl that he said he loved was Allie Raisman? I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, 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 I do. Yes is the right answer there. It, um, it has to be. It has to be Allie Raisman because, boy, how could you not? Seriously. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and grade this one. Uh, go ahead, give me a grade for it. Uh, I gave it just just a flat out B. Yeah. Um, again, I, I said my piece with it. Um, it was with Colton, so obviously that that brings it up. <laughs> yeah, I also gave it a B. It just seemed like a very average date to yeah, me. Very agreed. average. Nothing wrong with that, but just an average date. Um, all right, let's go to the group date now. Um, with Wayne Newton. <laughs> Wayne didn't look so hot. Jeez, I okay. I didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. And I was shocked that that was him. They they had they had to prep those guys that like we're at Wayne Newton's mansion. Yeah, and so they're like, oh okay, that's please, nice. like please don't gasp when right. you see him. Right, this is how he looks. Yes, yeah, it um, was uh, it was rough. He kind of looked like Neil Lane had Neil Lane got a lot of work done. It's like if Neil Lane and like Steven Seagal had a really old kid together. He kind of who had a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah, he came out looking like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the day itself, in my opinion sucked yeah they had to write songs again again yeah you can't and and like we'll say what you want about chris later this poor bastard had to go do it again yeah he already did it once and now he's gonna write another fucking song i'd be so mad right right give me something else i mean i don't know maybe beck is like a secret music person buff buff teacher i don't fucking know i'm chris i'm just gonna like rewrite the same song oh yeah you got it yeah here you go there's my song i already did this remember how impressed she was with with his song like just just reuse man come on it's like it's like in college if you take a course and it's like oh this subject is this paper after write is just like this other one right i'm gonna change a couple things in here and boom there you go absolutely absolutely but um i I, personally i would have been completely miserable on this i would have too now like the writing it was bad enough then singing it in front of just Becca and uh, and Wayne would have been like awkward, and right. then to go to a fucking crowd of people and parade up there and everyone sucks, everyone can't sing. Right, it must have been miserable, and for the people in the crowd, must yeah, have been well, miserable. Again, I hope those people didn't pay oh, too much. God, money. yeah, could you imagine? I, I no, no, I oh. couldn't. I really couldn't. That was ugh. Um, in the night portion, we had uh, it was kind of weird. I guess. Like, it just seemed like everything was going all right. Yeah. And then you had Chris with his big swinging dick being like, nah, like, I'm not, she can come to me. I'll, I'll get my time with her. No big deal. But then Blake just swoops out of nowhere and he's like, hey, Becca, I love you. I love, yeah. And it was like, it was great timing. And well, well, it was great timing for, for Blake. She loved it. She ate it right up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's probably because it's Blake, but right. she ate it right up. Yeah. The thing with Chris is you, you can't expect day date results to translate into night no. date results. It's no. just, it's not. They're apples and oranges. It's like, right. you're going on basically two dates and you have to impress on both 
in order to get the group date rose. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, you think about John last week with the lumberjack. Yes. He lit it up and he didn't he didn't get shit. Well, nobody got shit at the last uh, group right. date, but still, um, you're 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 right on there. You know, and so many times you've seen it where. Some guy performed well. Maybe it was in his niche. It was a football date, right. or it was a basketball date, or a painting painting. <laughs> but it was some <laughs> kind kind of a date where, like, oh, like I am a sommelier, and this is a wine tasting date. Right. And they go to the dinner portion, and it just it just doesn't work out. It just doesn't work out where uh, somebody else swoops in. In this case, yeah. it was Blake. I mean, even in the reverse, sometimes someone doesn't have a hot day at the right. actual event, but they impress you know, at night and they get the group date rose. Really? Yeah. The so, only, the only way you can just kill yourself in the, or shoot yourself in the foot in the day portion is if you're just completely reserved. Right. And, and like disengaged with the date. At, or, then, you, or you're like, this is stupid. I'm not yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah. Then you're in a little bit of trouble. Okay. But after that, like, I mean, as long as you're trying, like you're, everybody's fair game going into the night. Yeah. So Chris just expecting her, like his stupid line of like, if she wants me, she'll come get me. Like, dude, why don't you like, that's not how it works. Junior, he put his odds going into the night portion yeah. at 100% to get the rose. You can't, 100%. You can't come out of that not having it. If you, no. you guaranteed it. You've <laughs> got to go home. He should go home. Yes. Because he guaranteed it, he should have been like, shit, he, I'm going home. He, I don't know what, he should have just, he should have banged her or something. Like, that's the only way I, like, I, I don't know what he could have done, but he guaranteed yeah. it. Like, you can't, you can't, yeah, you're absolutely right. You, you got to come away with the rose there. Um. So, with that, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's let's grade it. Let's grade it first. All right, you up first. I C minus. C minus. You're C being, minus. You're being generous. I I stop with the songs. I gave it an F minus. <laughs> this is my least favorite date that I have seen right. on any of right. these shows ever. I was sitting here like like cringing. I had yeah. to like turn away from the TV and just like pretend I was taking notes because I just couldn't. I couldn't watch it. Well, and that, I can't imagine being in it. No, I'd rather right. fucking kill myself than go on and, that date. And that was this has been a very morbid uh, episode already. <laughs> um, and and that's the other part of it. It was so cringeworthy too oh. because you had the part with Wayne Newton, who's like the senile old guy. I'm sure he's a great fella, yeah. but you know you have this old guy and he's singing to his wife and like every and even his wife's like, oh Jesus, Wayne, like just come on, <laughs> not you know? again. Yeah, seriously. So tough. Tough date. And they kept singing in, like, different languages. I mean, I, I understand Lincoln, because he has another language. But, I mean, some people were, like, speaking, like, French. And, like, well, isn't that song, fancy like, shit. yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it was just, like, it's it's a language they don't speak, and so it sounds stupid them trying to speak it anyways. Right. Then add in the fact that they can't sing. Oh, disaster. It, it was it was a rough one. Um, it was a really rough one. And I don't know. I, I almost think that Wayne Newton paid to be on that. Like, it's <laughs> like he wanted to be in there. Yeah, yeah, he saw, uh, what's his face? Richard Mark. Yeah, he yeah. saw him on there, he's like, shit, I should be on yeah. this thing. Yeah, just not a fan. Uh, alright, let's go MVP, LVP. Let's go LVP, you can go first. Alright, uh, since I know you have multiple, I'm gonna take the easy one and yeah. go with Chris. Yeah, uh, I have multiple because of that. Yeah. Yes, uh, complete, complete meltdown, um, just came out of it looking like a total idiot. And he was someone that was riding high before, yeah, I was. mean, I, in the beginning, I wasn't high on him. Then he had his one-on-one. -on -one. I was like, shit, she really likes him. Yeah. But now, and he was super fun on the actual date portion. Like, he right. put on a performance. But, man, he's just, he's in his own head. He's too full of himself. Right. No, I totally agree. Um, he would have been one of my LVPs. But I got a, I got a couple. Uh, Wayne Newton and Wayne Newton's wife. <laughs> the Newton family. Wayne, Wayne Newton because he just, like, I don't. I'm like I said. I'm sure he's a nice guy. If I was on that date, I probably would have been like fucking Wayne Newton. Like, just get away from me, dude. Like, you know. But and his wife, 
I, she's more of an LVP because I think every day she's the LVP. Yeah, she's because that's just a little. That. But I do have a guy that's an LVP, and I think it will surprise you a little bit. Oh boy, um, Blake. Wow, I'm, I'm shocked at that. I am. <laughs> Blake is my LVP because we said two weeks or last week with Jean Jean uh, Blanc, you can't say I love you in a group date. Yeah, you well, can't fucking do that. It's it's not gonna work out. Like, look. I think obviously Blake is a different breed than I, John. Yeah, Blake. I think you. I think you're wrong. It's not going to work out. I think it is going to work out. I here's the thing. Blake is setting himself up really nicely to be the next Bachelor. Yeah, probably because probably, but, because yeah. I just it's just you can't you can't do that on a group date. I don't know. I I gave him my MVP. I I knew you would have because I knew you because like she was so taken with it. And she like had a little off camera. She's like, "Oh my god!" He told me he was falling in love with me, and I was like, "Oh, like okay, a week ago you hated that shit, right. and now you like it." Right. So I, I don't know. I mean, I personally, I wouldn't have done it. Right. It worked out for him. He played his cards right, and I think like net gain, right. he gained the most. From well, him. there's three guys on the show right now that every time they talk to Becca, oh. she turns into a giddy schoolgirl, and yep. it's and it's Blake, Blake, Colton, and Garrett. Yep. The three of them, every single time they speak to her, Honestly, she's like, oh my god, I can't believe Everyone else just like, go home, right, and we right. can just fast forward like yes. hometowns. Yes, but um, I just, I, I stand by it. I think it's too early. I think it's too early. I personally, I, do, I think it is too, but coming out of the date, like who, who gained the most out of it, I do think it was Blake. Okay, fair enough. Alright, MVPs. Go ahead. I just gave him. Oh yeah, MVP was Blake. Uh, my MVP was Garrett. I, I think he uh, he and Becca went and uh, yelled off the balcony at the <laughs> Las Vegas Golden Knight that was Stadium. Unbelievable to see if it would echo. Like it was uh, like it was like the Grand Canyon or some shit. <laughs> but you know he he just keeps smooth talking. Like I said, she's always just like giggly and he 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 whenever is. whenever Garrett like talks to her, which is hey good for Garrett. Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. So that was our that was our group date there. Um, moving right along here, let's go right to the two on one. Yeah. The two-on-one was an experience. Um, I guess, I mean, they always bring you to some, like, remote location, which they, I, I always find weird but oddly entertaining. They have to. Uh, so, like, not much in, in way of the date. I mean, they went in, right. like, the middle of the desert, and they sat under, like, a mosquito net and talked. So, right. like, the date itself, not much to go on. Now, the content of the date, boy, howdy, there was some stuff to dig into. Well, you got David the squid starting things off. And, and I know last week I said I was starting to swing back, like, respecting his squid yeah. hood. I swung the entire way back the other side. I by the end of this, I was all out on Dave. Yeah. Like I did not like him. I, just the way he went in there and was very like, I don't, I don't know, like snivelling's the word, but like just like, oh, Jordan said this and Jordan said that, and bleh. it was like the first thing out of his mouth. Like, yeah. He didn't even say like, hey, like nice to see you. We can catch up and go a little deeper with me. Right. I'm David. Here's what I do. Right. It was seriously like, hey, I'm glad we're here. Jordan's a scumbag, and I was like, right. dude, you like we've always said, you cannot. You cannot use your time on those to no. trash somebody else. And you can't use any of your one-on-one time to trash right. anybody. Right. No, you it's just can't do out. it. You can't do it. And and David did just that. Um, and then Jordan went in, and it looked like Jordan was at least going into that one-on-one time with the thought of, I'm going to try to talk right. to Becca. Probably talk about myself the whole time. Right. But I'm going to try to talk to she Becca. Did. And Becca was like, look, we got we to gotta talk. Yeah. He did lay on a sob story, which I was shocked about. Right. No, I, that I, was... I didn't expect him to have a sob story, A but... huge turn of events there. I don't think I've ever seen the villain, I'm using air quotes, the villain getting called out and then spinning it into a sob story. Right. Uh, Crystal did something similar last year, but it say. wasn't quite like this, I feel. Right. It yeah. was tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if you're Jordan in that situation, I mean, what do you do? Like, so when they went back and they were both sitting on that bed with her, <laughs> and, like, they were just kind of bicker, like, like... 
Damon was was saying, yeah, you're like, you said this shit. Right. And Jordan was defending himself. And she was like, I can't take it. You guys are like high schoolers. And I was right. Like, sixth well, graders. I yeah. think she said they were sixth graders. And well, if you're Jordan, what do you do? You just sit there and let them talk shit? Right. You have to like defend yourself. Otherwise, it looks like it's true. Well. It's a really like a catch-22. You're right. But what you do is you do what Kendall did last season. Which I can't remember exactly what it was. But like, you, you saw Crystal was kind of going after Kendall. And Kendall was very... Yeah. Well, she, she talked Crystal down, she's and then she talked her way through uh, through Ari, too. Yeah. But anyways, um, here's the p- moment that I completely turned on David. Turned my back, shut the door, locked it, swelled the key, shit it out, flush it down the toilet. Wow. This is where it was. Yeah, you're gonna, you're and it was, when, it was when David said, well, you said that you were looking at all these girls in the casino. And Jordan goes, I said I have to keep the girls off right. me. It was a joke. And he goes, well, I didn't take that as a joke. Yeah. That is the biggest Fuck squid you. fucking move yeah. you can ever do. Like, I, people who don't get jokes are squids. Oh, yep. And that clearly, clearly was a joke. Where where he lost me was when he said, so he went to her saying like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Jordan, like, like mentioned settling. Mm-hmm. But he never did. Like, when he went back and, and, and Jordan confronted him. And was like, did I ever say it? He's like, well, you said that there were girls in the casino. And I was like, well, okay, that's not, he didn't that's, say yeah. this word settling. Right. The word never came out of his mouth. Why? Like, so you're just obviously making shit up. Right, and right. Yeah, he luckily, he went out. And I wish I had thought of this because I would have tweeted it out at the time, but I guess, I guess squids don't do well in the desert, huh? No, they don't. <laughs> they, they dry out. Sea <laughs> uh, animals. Um, yeah, and, and again, and in a tradition unlike any other. You, um, they leave the loser, which in this case was David. Yes. They leave him in the desert. Um, a couple more points I just want to make on this date. Um, to start it off, um, when they had the, the rover was there. Or not the rover, the Hummer. To pick yeah. him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Jordan calls shotgun. <laughs> which <laughs> I thought it. was a great move. That one. <laughs> Jordan calls shotgun. I mean, like, you got to. I mean, that's the ultimate, like, alpha move because... If if David tries to fight that, it's like, dude, it's shotgun. Like, respect right. the universal rules. Right. And the thing is, if you looked at the tape there, you saw that Jordan, like, as soon as that car pulled up and they got out of their car, he's like, I'm calling fucking shotgun. <laughs> yeah. There's no way David's yeah, getting shotgun on me. And he, so he calls shotgun. Um, the other thing I want to bring up is, regardless of who was actually telling the truth there between Jordan right. and David, Jordan was telling the truth. Because, here, and here's what I'm saying. David was not prepared for the wrath of Jordan. No. And he wasn't he yeah, he wasn't convincing at all. No. He had like no rebuttal. No. He just thought he could lay it out there right. and then like be all set. Not thinking that someone would come back and call him out. David was hoping that the fact that Jordan was a male model would would cloud Becca's yes. vision of the truth. Yes. That's honestly I think what happened. Yes. And and Jordan really showed them in a locker. He did. The yeah. the one funny part of like the male model thing, it, I love how Jordan tries to correct people about using like the word genuine. Right. Like David, right. David said, I, I don't like when people are disingenuous, which right. is the correct usage of that's how you say it. Right. And Jordan was like, it's it's disgenuine. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not. That's that's just not how you say that word. Right. No, that was good. Um. So then she ends up taking Jordan, but doesn't give him the rose yet. Right. Classic. So we go down into the uh, the night portion where we go into dinner, and to be quite frank. Jordan just crashes and burns. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it really. You, you couldn't have scripted it anymore. Like right. he just talked about himself and right. being a male model and how like he can move every single muscle in his face individually right. and all this bullshit. Right. Like, dude, you you can't. You just can't do that. No, and and the best part was when uh, he goes, "Oh, wish you my portfolio out there," and you thought, "Okay, maybe he's joking," but at the same time, you're like, "No, he's dead serious." Yeah, and then he wants like, portfolio. Damn, I really wish I brought that. Yeah, and then yeah. he said, like in the in like his little like confessional, he was like. 
Yeah, she was into it. Like, she wanted to see my portfolio. Right. Like, now do you want to see your portfolio. <laughs> so, um, she, he ends up not getting the rose, getting sent home to, uh, to a huge celebration back at the house. I love when the fireworks were going off. Yeah. And they were like, do you think it's a celebration for Jordan leaving? And yeah. then they came in and took his bag, and they're all like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had to, I know when they initially took David's bag, the guys were like, oh, that sucks. But it had to be because, like, they knew David wasn't a threat. Right, and right. He was probably the lesser two evils within the house. Yeah, within within the house. I agree yes. with that. Um, yeah, because David only really needled Jordan. He was fine to everybody else. Yeah, but Jordan no, I, Jordan needled everybody. I also think though that David's needling of Jordan made everybody uncomfortable. At, yeah, at, know? At, when he kept doing it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I guess we'll grade the date. There really wasn't much of a date to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Um, you can go ahead. I, I mean, guess. I, I just gave it a middle of the road C. Yeah. Just because, you know, in the desert, I guess it's, it's probably hot out there. I don't know. There wasn't just much to go on. Yeah, I guess I'm going to go a little a different way than uh, how we grade the other dates. Like, would you want to go on it? I'm going to go grade this one based on the entertainment factor. Oh. And, and just, just to switch it up, because okay. obviously it would be like a yeah. C as well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a, a solid B plus yeah, in I, that I, sense. I, mean, I would be in that range as it, well. It was pretty good. Now, I think the only way it could have been better is if there was a huge sandstorm when Ooh. they walked away from and then, David. And then they played sandstorm. Yes. Song. Yes. Well, I mean, you think about it. Actually, probably the last, over the last few years, there haven't, hasn't been like a natural disaster disaster happening on the two on one. You remember um you had what was her name? Olivia. Oh, Olivia yes. was like in the middle of a hurricane. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, there was remember a couple when, other when ones. Cupcake looked like he was gonna jump Cupcake off the cliff. Cupcake was gonna jump off the cliff. This one there were really <laughs> no like immediate threats to David's life, which I felt like kinda need that. Yeah. Kinda yeah, need you definitely that. Need yeah. That. Um all right, so we are now gonna kick it over to the interview with Nick and it. um it's gonna be awesome. So let's kick it right there. <laughs> All right, and we now welcome on to the show a very special guest. This is Nick from Becca's season, unfortunately just eliminated, but we're super happy to have him here with us. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing pretty good. Doing better now. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're, it's great to meet you. Um, we got a few questions for you about the season, if you don't mind. So, um, of I'm just going to jump right into it. Can you... Um, can you just talk real quick about the tracksuit and what the decision to wear the tracksuit at the rose ceremony? <laughs> yeah, so the reason I wore a tracksuit was because, you know, some some of the guys on the show, um, you know, have, have been in front of cameras before. And, and for me, I'd never done anything remotely close to this. Like, I've never even had, like, a real professional picture taken of me, let alone... <laughs> have seven cameras in your face while you're trying to spit game to a girl um but so i was it took me like a while to get pretty comfortable in front of the camera um in terms of being one-on-one with becca because it was way more intense like when you're with the guys the cameras are you know further away and they're not really up in your grill but when, when you're you know sitting there one-on-one there's like seven of them there's lights like from the camera shining in your eyes so it really took me you know um, a little bit longer than some of the other guys to get comfortable, so I pulled out the tracksuit um, <laughs> on on the third rose ceremony because I wanted not only to symbolize, like, you know, that I was more comfortable because I was finally, like, starting to, like, you know, feel it, get in, get into it, like, you know, with Beck and stuff, um, but also... Because when you're, you know, everyone always wears a suit to the to the rose ceremony. I wanted to, you know, not only mentally show that I was more comfortable, but also physically show it. Um, and you know, for me, 
track suits are, you know, I'm, I'm 50% Italian, 25% Greek. Um, like, it's in your blood. Track suits for me are something I was pretty much born, born in. Um, Came out of the but, womb in a track suit, huh? There you go. Yeah, yeah. So um, I busted out the Hugo Boss track suit on rose ceremony night, and uh, it winded up, it wound up getting me, you know, the third rose, which was, which was excellent. Um, and no chirps from the guys, which was pretty crazy too. I was really surprised. You don't see like the one-on-one interviews, obviously being filmed. But when I rewatched or when I watched the episode. You know, they, it was weird to America, I think, because no one brought it up. Like, it was just me <laughs> chilling at the rose ceremony in the tracks. Yeah, yeah I, I think you were the only one that brought it up, actually, like, the, what they showed, at least, which was pretty funny. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I remember I remember Catch saying, like, holy shit, gee, Nikki's just wearing a tracksuit. Like, we had to rewind, <laughs> Yeah, and then we were like, that, that is excellent. It was pretty good. Um, so, I guess, speaking more of your wardrobe, do you guys re- really only get to pack one bag for the entire, like, stay on the show? It's it's actually two suitcase limit. Okay. And they're they're two check-ons. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. So they gotta be like smaller. So I had one that was the size of uh like an an eighteen wheeler, and then I had like a little bit smaller one that was that was uh, chill. But then when you when you go traveling, when you travel, they they ask you to bring one and then they ship the other one back to your house oh that makes sense that's Got it. okay interesting so is there yeah. like is there like other wardrobe like department or are you strictly wearing all your own clothes no it's all our own clothes wow. i mean from what i understand there were some dudes that dropped some serious coin um i dropped i dropped a good amount of money on you know stuff that i didn't have or you know overpacking, and then you end up wearing like <laughs> not that much <laughs> what you bought Right. That's nice. Um, so I got a question for you about your coming out of the limo. So can you just put uh, – what was your mindset about, like, what you wanted to do out of the limo? How would you come to that and that, and that idea? Well, I, I think, I think uh, you know, for me, the most important thing was to be memorable. You know, right. if, you know if you're going home the first night, like, you're going home, you know, you're going home. And I think – uh, it was, it was something for me to like come out and be a little bit more bold, kind of be goofy mm-hmm. because, you know, at the end of the day, um, most of my personal life, like unless there's serious catastrophe or, or I need to be serious about something, my personal life, like I'm usually pretty like goofy and funny and just mess around. So for me, um, it also kind of showed for me, it kind of showed back to who I was like right off the cuff. So it's like, you either like that or you don't like, you either like that sense of humor or you don't like that sense of humor. Um, and if you didn't like it, then, you know, I could, I could have lived with that, but had I just done something, uh, that was, that wouldn't have been as memorable, I would have definitely regretted it. Um, and you know, there's, there was a lot of, there was a lot of talk, you know, like, oh, should you bring up Ari? Should you not bring up Ari? Um, uh, and for me, it was like, I'm going to get this done first night, acknowledge it, and never really talk about it ever again and try and move on from that, you smart, know? Smart. So I thought that would be, like, the best the best time to kind of, like, to kind of, like, you know, scratch that and get that out of the way and it was also a, i thought a hilarious dig at him so yeah <laughs> did it you was, it was funny 
did you buy that suit or like how, like how did you acquire the the racing suit? That looked like a, like the heavy duty shit right there. No, it was a real it was a it was a real fire suit. Um, they they actually like you know we we I brainstormed the idea to them and and they made it happen. Oh nice, wow. that's cool. Because of the past season where I that where the past season where they were actually they actually wore that exact track or that <laughs> track suit that exact race suit fire suit last season. Oh, so they like had it anyway. So like yeah, so it just uh. so happened to work out like that, which was funny. That is funny. That's cool. Uh, so on the group dates, when you go, uh, first of all, it they got to be pretty awkward, I would imagine. Uh, do you guys all like sit down to dinner and eat together, or is it just like <laughs> you pass around appetizers, or do you not even eat? Um, you know, for me, or for for us, like the group dates, all or the group dates that I went on, um, it was all like just appetizers, like mm-hmm. out on out on the table. Because if you notice, like. Um, the cocktail parties after the group dates, like the majority of the guys will be sitting in one area and then one person will go, you know, right. Interrupt and pull back aside. So during that time, like when the guys are, when all the guys are just sitting there, it's, it's just appetizers. Okay. And how, how's the food? Is it good? They give you like the top shelf stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The food's really, really good. (laughs) I mean, it all depends, um, like where you are and, and, you know, the circumstances, I guess, but there were sometimes we would have, you know, uh, room service in a rest, I mean, uh, room service in a hotel and then other times where you like prior to like actually doing the cocktail party. And then there were other times where, um, you know, you would go through a cocktail party, come home and then like there would be, you know, a shit ton of food there. Nice. So it really kind of depend depended on the schedule and, and where you were at. Nice. I'm glad we're hitting, yeah. we're asking the hard hitting yeah. questions yeah, about, here. about food. The stuff everyone wants to know. So I actually I, I had a question about like in in the Bachelor Mansion last season. I think we saw yes. like there was this huge thing. Like, it was like Skittles or M and M's. Like, do they just have like snacks you can graze on at any time? Like, is there is there like is there a kitchen that you can go to or something? Like, do they have shit yeah. for you to eat like at any time in the in the house? Yeah, the kitchen in the mansion's unreal. Like it's <laughs> it's enormous. You know, large enough to accommodate. A, group of hungry dudes um but <laughs> there's a there is snacks on deck in in that in that kitchen it's unbelievable like i remember the first night i went in there they they had like the big jar and it had like it was filled to the top with oreos but all the oreos were like stacked you know what i mean oh, where they're oh, like yeah. staggered but stacked and i was like why like they're just gonna get crushed that's true yeah um, the the go-to the go-to for our season was they had a thing of peanut M&M. Oh, yeah. I thought, yeah. so wait, we spent this past week's episode just grazing on a family-sized bag of peanut butter M&Ms. So I, yeah. I was hoping you were going to go that route, but peanut's good, too. Peanut's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a move, and it was funny because regardless of who you were in the house, whether, you know, you know regardless of who you were, like how hard you worked out, like a lot of people were just crushing the peanut M&Ms. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So... I guess to get into some of the specifics of the season, who who was your I guess like best best bro on the show? Who did you get along with the most? You know that's such a tough question for me because I legitimately like no bullshit like value most of the guys in in the house house friendship, especially like I got to know you know a lot of the guys. Um, a lot of the guys 
uh, that were still there, like when I left. Um, you know, and I, if you notice on the show, like I never really had beef with anyone, and it was because yeah. you know there was mutual respect I felt between you know me and the other guys, and I didn't really get involved in, in people's in people's stuff. So it's really hard to say like who, which specific guy I'm like best with. Um, yeah. We really like we have you know group chats going so like we we're always like hitting each other up and we're always talking within the group chat and we're always talking um you know uh via text message and instagram and stuff but you know i've seen the most the most i've seen is uh like a bunch of the florida boys um i've seen chris i've seen jordan connor um i've hung out with clay um, How, how's he doing yeah how, how's his hand Clay is doing amazing. Good, good, good. thank God. Um, yeah, yeah, he just got his cast off. He is one of, if not the, like, dopest people I've ever met. Like, he's just the sweetest dude ever. He seemed like it. But he'll also, like, wreck your shit on a football field. So <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's, like, the coolest shit. He's, he's the man. Uh, I love that dude. Nice. That's awesome. Um, oh, so, who would um? All right, so you talked about that, but, like, who would you build – which guy would you build, like, your franchise around? You said Clay, but, like, if you were building a franchise, pick a sport, any sport, who would be the guy that you're going to, like, I want this guy to be the cornerstone of my franchise? Oh, what sport? Um, all right, well, let's take football out of the picture because you had two of them on the show, right? Let's okay. say – well, all right, well, did you play sports in – like, what were your sports in high school? Um <laughs> – I uh, swam in high school. Okay, so <laughs> so, so all right, who? Okay, so we'll take swimming so out of there. How about like, how about like basketball? Yeah, basketball. There, all right. there weren't that many basketball. No, because Chris Stone. Chris, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one. All right, how about baseball? All right, who's your baseball? We had some heavy baseball hitters yeah, on the show. Sure. Connor got drafted by the Braves. Damn. Shit. Um, and then Leo is an enormous human being. Yeah. Um, also a phenomenal person. Um, and he played in college, like D1 in college in California. Did you really? Wow. Uh, yeah. So, like, between those two dudes for baseball, like, for sure, it would have to be one of them. Um, yeah. Just because, like, they actually went, like, pretty far nice. with that um but leo if you watch like the dodgeball day he kills it yeah he's the last dude standing and he's just killing it um so that you know that's huge chris don though is an athlete and also one of the dopest people i've ever met yeah he's just a phenomenal dude he's just he's just so cool. I told him, I told Chris Don, I was like, dude, if you were any more laid back, you'd fall over. Like, <laughs> literally, a bomb could go off in the backyard and you wouldn't even flinch. It's unreal. He's 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 one of the dopest people I've ever met as well. Um, but he's an athlete. That's he is an, He didn't even play basketball in college. He played football in college. Jesus, yeah. Wow. So, like, I actually, so when, this kind of brings me to another question. So if he, on the first, de- the first night, when he brought in the basketball hoop, were guys just like, ignoring Becca to like go play like two on two with each other or something. Cause like, I feel like, I, I feel like I'd be that guy. I'd be like, Hey, yo, let's, let's run twos here or something. <laughs> yeah. I was at the bar, um, but, <laughs> but a lot of the guys ran out there and I was like, you know, first night is probably not the night to embarrass myself because basketball is my worst sport. Okay. Um, <laughs> right, so, so yeah, I, uh, I just chilled by the bar and, and sent it. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, 
So you are obviously a lawyer, as we know. Um, so what what was it like to like leave your job? I assume like they they hold your spot, right? Like you still have a job yeah. and you go back. <laughs> yeah, I I'm blessed as hell to be part of such an unreal firm. You know, my all the partners in my firm. Um, you know, it, it's I have a really good support team there. Um, you know, not only my boss, but also um, you know. My office is divided. My office has two partners in it. We have about 100 attorneys um, uh, across Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Um, and I'm, my team, my the partner that I work for, he has three other associates that work with him. Um, so luckily, we were able to kind of disperse mm. the cases that I work on yeah. um, amongst the other people amongst the other associates and um it, it was actually really really easy um it was tougher coming back than it was leaving um just because you're kind of like all discombobulated and stuff and you're like i don't even know you know what's happened um <laughs> for the past like month but um yeah it, it was it was unreal like my boss was super supportive all the partners were super supportive so um, awesome. you know i i'm really blessed in that area yeah, I always, I'm always wondering because like sometimes like teachers will go on and it'll be like February. And right. Like, well, how, how are they? Like, what are they doing? Yeah. So right. I, I just don't know how it works. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it all depends. I know, um, you know, some of the guys there like do their thing um, through, you know, you know, whether they're athletes or, or uh, you know, personal trainers or, or whatever that you know, whatever they do their thing so they can, but. Um, there were a few of us that I know Jason, his boss allowed him to do it as well. And he's a, he's a corporate banker. Nice. So that was pretty, I know his boss was like as understanding as mine was. So it was, it was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's gotta be an interesting conversation. Hey boss, like I'm going on the bachelor. Like, right. you know, yeah, that's gotta be different. Right um, so on that same note, like what's the difference between larceny and petty larceny? <laughs> Petty larceny, um, at least in Florida, is is a misdemeanor. So it's, I think it's, I don't do, I don't do criminal law, um, but I think it's uh, petty larceny is like misdemeanor for you know larceny of, of like property or goods that are valued at less than three hundred dollars. Okay, that thank you. I now know something new. That's very exciting. And you know, you know, if you ever get charged, you know what the limit is now. If I'm in Florida. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I can't really help you besides that. <laughs> um, so a, a big thing we saw, uh, was it two weeks ago, I, I, you were still there, was the uh, the David Jordan situation. Yeah. So, like, be you know, be honest, did, did David really fall off that bed? Yes. That was, <laughs> that was legit. Um, and the next day, I felt really bad because I was like, one of the only people that like didn't wake up <laughs> i was just passed out sleeping and then the next day they like explained it to me and it was bad like like through the entire ambulance you didn't wake up bad. it was like i felt like there was there had to be like a boulder on the bottom of his bed because like just the way his face got hit it was wild it was unbelievable well people don't people don't realize those bunk beds are high like yeah. i had to step on uh, like a nightstand to get into the bed, like to, to, and then like push myself up to get into bed. Like those things are high, and um, yeah, I didn't wake up. But then the next day, I heard the story 
And, like, my initial reaction was, like, like, I thought they were kidding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like, someone fell out of a bunk bed? Like, come on. <laughs> like, get out of here. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, wait, so, so if, uh, you didn't, if you didn't wake up, we don't we don't confirm, no, if he did fall out of the Right, bed. yeah, you, we don't you know whether or not. went to the hospital, Nick. That's the- well, he, uh... I forget who was sleeping underneath because in the bottom bunk, but they turned on the light and he was just on the ground apparently with Jeez. like blood just everywhere. Yeah, that looked yeah. that looked bad. Um, so on the David and Jordan, are can you like speak a little bit of the animosity between the two because it was really entertaining for all of us, uh, all of us watchers. I don't know if you can or not, but. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm I don't know if you if you can actually, but like we're just wondering, like David versus Jordan. Like I, I kind of coined David as a squid. Um, you don't have to speak to that at all if you don't want. <laughs> but it was uh, just the way he kind of needled at Jordan. But yeah, can you can you just talk about like their relationship at all? Yeah, for yeah, of course. And you know, again, this is just strictly going off what I know, and right. then when I actually got back and like the show aired, then like I saw the whole side of things that I, that I, that I missed, you know, that I missed at the house. And, um, the, the beef seemed to all stem from when Jordan interrupted, uh, David in his underwear. Yeah. <laughs> and I was asked about that and I wish they would have aired that because I was asked in a one-on-one interview about, about that. And my, my whole, my whole take on that was, I said, listen, <laughs> who am I? Who am I, or who is anyone else in this house to like to to talk shit on 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 someone else's game? Like we all have our own game, you know what I mean? Like we all have our own way of spitting game. Like to say like I didn't take offense to it personally because like I think it's funny as shit. <laughs> but like Jordy's game was working. Like apparently, like you, you know what I mean? He was kept around. Like, his game was working, so if, if he needs to get down in his underwear and, and get a rose, like, listen, I went into a track suit. You know, it's like, that's like a step, one step above, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, so for me, I think that's where it all stemmed from, was, from what I understand, was that. And then it just seemed like, you know, David just kept poking and poking and poking at Jordan, and, you know, if you notice, like, if you if you pay attention, like, you know, Jordan really didn't want anything to do right. with, like, like, his focus was not on, on that, like, on, yeah. like, like, he didn't, he wasn't doing it to get attention from the dudes, like, he was doing that because that was his game, and I respect anyone's game if it's working, you know what I mean? If your yeah. game's working, who am I to talk shit about? Yeah, hey, game respect game, I, I totally get on board with that, <laughs> you know, I hear you. Yeah. So I think that's like, I think that's like when it started and I think it just continued and continued and continued. And then you watch TV and then all you hear is like David talk about, uh, or like everything time they cut the David is talking about Jordan. So right. it's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, I, I don't know if that is you know, the crux of the, the conversation at all times or what, but, um, you know, I respect, I respect, game for sure and you know i also don't get offended by much so um, i'm not really like the the wrong or i guess the right person to ask about that but you know i i respect like i i respected every every guy's like angle because it's such a different and unique experience that it's like 
you, who knows, you know? Right. Like, who, who knows what's going to work? Who knows what's not? Like, my whole thing was just to go in there and be myself. And I didn't need to pretend to be someone else. Um, I'm not saying anyone else did, but I, I, for me, my whole game was I'm just going to go in there and be myself. Because at the end of this, like, if I do, if I do end up falling in love and I do end up getting down on a knee, like, I for sure don't want to have a conversation down the road and be like, oh, yeah, the guy that you, you know, you fell in love with, like, that's not really who I am. Like, my whole right. thing was, like, if I get booted the first night but I'm, I'm myself, that's fine, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, so they, they released yesterday the list of people going on Paradise, and obviously we saw that you were on there. Have you wrapped up filming with that? Yeah, filming cool. filming's wrapped up with that. Um, what was and, what uh, was we're we're back? What was like the best part about that? Obviously, no, like obviously you can't spoil the show or anything, but like, well, like are, just are, in, in well, general, yeah. But like, are you engaged at this point? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have to see with that. But um, uh, I think it's that was such a cool. That was like. That was such a cool experience for me because you, it's like, you know, it's like, for lack of a better term, like the most bro way to date. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're on a beach with just smoke show girls and like a bunch of dudes that you're friends with and you're just like, just getting to know everyone. It's a, it's a party 24-7. I mean, not an actual party, but you know what I mean? Like it, everything's at your disposal. You have like day beds and the beach and. And you have, uh, you know, a bar, and you have unlimited food. It's just, it's just crazy. But it's hot as balls there. I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I got a couple questions left. Um, like, so is uh, Becca like she she pretty cool girl? She's just just yeah. curious. <laughs> no, Becca's Becca's an actually like actually is a phenomenal phenomenal person. Um, you know, they didn't show like much of our conversations. Um. But she, the first thing that I noticed about her, which is, which was like crazy was like, cause I hadn't really experienced that in, in a very long time, um, besides like my good friends and family, but it was like, you could tell from the first conversation you had with her that she was just a super genuine person. Like what she said she meant and what she meant she said kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, you know, obviously Obviously, I was physically attracted to her, else I wouldn't have gone on the show. Um, but, but in terms of her personality, she's just she's just a pure like good human being, and and that's kind of like what you know, because you go onto this and you're like, you don't know what to expect, like you have no idea like what that like how that girl's gonna be, or you know, you know what I mean? And yeah, and. The, from the first conversation, like I, I knew right off, right off the bat that she was just like you could just tell that she was just everything she said was like super genuine, and I respect the hell out of that. Nice, that's awesome. Well, I got, I got one last question. Do you have? Yeah, yeah I, I'll have one more. So my last question, and I'm sorry to bring you down off this high here, but I've always wondered about the ride home, or like the ride after the elimination. Um, <laughs> do you? So is there a cameraman in there, or like? Does the driver talk to you? Is he like, hey, man, like, just, just, you know, there's more fish in the sea. Like, does he kind of, like, give you those cliches while you're going to the, what I'm guessing is the airport? Or how's that How's that go? No, no, it's, it's um, you know, you, you get into the SUV and uh, you, 
there's a camera. Well, actually, I'm sorry. That's wrong. It depends. It depends on where, again, like where that rose ceremony is and how many people get kicked off. So there might be, like, if you notice, like, on the the show, like, there might be uh, a final exit interview in a limo, which in that case, like, producer will be in there and then a camera person will be in there um, and someone will be driving. Um, Or, like, in my circumstance, like, I was in a separate room um, at the venue downstairs, like, way way away from everyone and uh it was it was like an interview room so it really just it kind of depends on whether like how you exit where like where you are and stuff but uh you go in there and it's pretty much just like how are you feeling yeah and some guys cry some guys don't cry and some guys are just pissed off some guys are disappointed you know what i mean it, it it's everyone's reaction was is I guess different um not only on depending on who they are but like how far they make it and stuff but um for me uh you know my whole my the whole crux of me leaving was like I can't blame anyone else but myself you know it was if 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 it takes me longer to get you know to open up and get comfortable in this unique different crazy way of of dating um that's on me not on Becca and I should have, you know, opened up quicker or, or what have you. So, um, it really, it really depends. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I guess my, my last question. So you were entertaining to watch the entire time you were on, but I felt like they didn't show you so much. Uh, did you get like a B roll of just all your moments on the show? Did I, I wish. Right. Me too. I fucking wish. (laughs) I was out of I was I said some unreal things on that and they and they didn't show it. Um, That's so part of which was like the whole you know was like a lot of my commentary, a lot of my commentary and stuff. But uh, um, I wish I could get a whole B roll of that. That would be uh, that would be hilarious because I said some absolutely ridiculous things it, on there. Yeah, it's got to be out there somewhere. Somebody has. Somebody it. has. Somebody it. has. It. Somebody, has it. Somebody has that yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, I think that wraps it up for us, but uh, we really, really appreciate you coming on. And, uh, you know, maybe someday, maybe during Paradise, we can get you back on to give you a little, uh, maybe break down the action for us. No, no I don't want to be pushy, but, you know, that would be uh, pretty cool. But, again, thank you of so course. much for uh, thanks so much for coming on, and yeah. uh, we appreciate it. I hope you're ready to find yeah. love again. Of course. Thank you guys <laughs> for, uh, for your time, and thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, and again, a huge thank you to Nick for coming on the show. Um, you know, we've been hoping to get him on for a while now, and uh, we really appreciate him coming on. Hopefully, maybe we can get him on again sometime. Yeah, well, maybe, hopefully, yeah. Maybe he can bring his friends with him. We can get a whole we're party. Not, no, no, no. We're not using Nick to okay. get to other people. We're, we love Nick the I said bring on his friends. That's true. I want to see right. him in his natural environment. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's fine. Um, okay, so we are now going to go into our cocktail moves. It's back this week since we had a cocktail party. Um, let's just, I guess, quickly talk about the cocktail party. Yeah. Not much, um, other than the big story with, with Chris, with Chris and yeah. Wills, Chris V. Wills. Um, I don't think there was a lot of like, I love yous or anything like that going on. No, it really yeah. was just the Chris thing, which was a huge, just self-destruction on his part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, talk about being in your own head. That oh, guy yeah. just melted down out of nowhere. Right. Well, and so, you know what, let's just go right to the moves. I have 
cocktail move down this week, which is a very easy one. It is Chris. Yep. Chris just already, obviously after the date, the group date, um, not a great spot he right, was in. Right, right. Uh, made it about a thousand times worse. And, you know, I guess what annoyed me the most about him is that he just felt so privileged. Right. And, like, yeah. I saw in his head, he was like, well, no, this is important. I need to talk to her. I need to talk to her. It's important. Entitled. Like, right. And, bitch. and you know, like, Will's brought up a great point. Like, well, why isn't my time important? You already got time to talk to her. You fucked it up. It's your fault you fucked it up. Yep. Like, suck it up, bitch, you know? Yeah. Um. So he just really, really poor there. Um. And and the way he was kind of talking to you, saying, well, you know, like, yeah, your, your time is important. Your time is important. But, like, I really got to talk to her. And then, and then when he went and like talked to like Garrett and them about it, mm-hmm. like they were making very good points, and he just yeah. kept being like, just interrupting, and be like, "No, you're wrong, you're wrong." Right. And I was like, "All right, dude. Right. Like, fuck you. You're done." Right. Well, the best part was when he dropped the these fucking guys these out there. Fucking guys. Because like when they had the yeah, that was good. That was a pretty good one there. Um, on the flip side of that, my my cocktail move up is Will's. Right. I mean, that guy, he put him on a poster. He, he just did. dunked all over him. He I did. mean, when he came back after like exactly two minutes and was like, "All right, man, time's up." And you could tell Chris was like, oh, fuck. Like, I thought two minutes he was just going to go away. Yeah, like and then, two and then, minutes. And then I yeah. would go get him. Nope. Right. Nope. Will's on a schedule. Like, yeah. This was his time. He was awesome. And then to come back and drop the the hey baby with the wink yeah. to him, like he yeah. knew what he was doing. Now, the other part about this whole thing you got to look at is when Chris initially came in and was like, hey, Becca, can I talk to you? Becca was the one to first say, we just started talking. Right, yeah. Like, at that point, I'd be like, oh, shit, my oh, bad. Yeah. 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 Yep. But Chris was just like, no, it's me. It's Chris. It's Chris, baby. You know, I'm singing. You know, I, I wrote songs for you. Like, we got to talk, girl. And she at, wasn't having it. And Wills was like, dude, fuck you. Oh, I'm not doing this right now. Yeah. Um. So good for Wills. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that pretty much covers it. Right. Chris is a fucking idiot, and he, Wills he is, is the man. He, he just really, I mean... Meltdown of epic proportion. Yeah, uh, you got two totally. two weeks in a row where huge meltdowns happen. Yeah, um, during the dates, which is which is just wild to Unreal. me. Yeah. Um, all right, so I guess that's our cocktail moves. Let's go to the America's favorite uh, segment quotes. I got a decent amount. Yeah, I do too, actually. All right, why don't you go up first then? All right, um, my first one was when they went to Wayne Newton's manor, and I, that, you couldn't tell who said it, but someone just looked and said. Nice horsey. <laughs> horsey, not horse. Yeah, that was horsey. my friend about that. Uh, all right, mine is from earlier in the earlier in the episode. I think it may have actually been when Jordan and David found out they were going on the two-on-one. Yeah. And David said, Becca is intellectual, Jordan is an idiot. It was just very, <laughs> like, to the point. Yeah. Uh, I, also, similar to that, when David was trying to troll Jordan, Mm-hmm. And he was, he said, I can't imagine getting the last rose mm-hmm. just to troll him. And then Jordan, I, like, I'll paraphrase this whole thing, but he was like, yeah, it's pretty similar to getting the second to last rose. Like it was a couple seconds, dude. <laughs> right. And Dave was like, oh yeah, but I can't imagine the last one. Right. I thought Jordan handled that very well. No, he did. Jordan did. Um, this is after Jordan destroyed David. He said with like, just to the camera, why did the chicken cross the road? To get buried in the fucking desert. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That he was pretty funny. He loves the chicken yeah, jokes. Yeah, he like, does. He said like a chicken with his head cut off. He yep. loved them. Yep, he did a great um, job. All right, I have, as he was destroying uh, David. Right. Just that you are uninspiring. <laughs> as his lead off. Like, not like you're a dirtbag. You talk about his back. You are uninspiring. <laughs> and you would think that he's a very elegant speaker from that. But I have another one from that same yes. exchange where he said, he just took every shot he could think of. At David, he said, 
Your voice is so nasally. <sighs> Nobody likes you. You've been a little rat ass bitch motherfucker this whole time. <laughs> just firing on all cylinders to just destroy David. It was impressive. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think my last one, because we already did Sup Baby and mm-hmm. those fucking guys, mm-hmm. um, is from Lincoln, actually. Okay. When, I think, oh, it, yeah. I think it was Chris, it had to be Chris's meltdown. Yeah. And, uh. At the group day. Yeah, yeah. Someone was like, oh, um, he's about to go down in flames. And Lincoln said, he's already going down in flames. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, and he said it very matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. I was like, all right, Lincoln, that was funny. Um, I think I got two. So, uh, first one was as Jordan was driving away after he was eliminated. Yeah. And he said to the camera, I can speak, I can walk, I'm fit. Like, as reasons why he should be kept. I can speak, I'm, I can walk, I'm fit. Um, and then my very last one is with Becca. It was an exchange between Becca and Chris. And Becca was like, well, how, like basically asking, why? how do I believe you that you're not going to want to leave again? Right. And, she's, and he goes, she goes, well, why did you want to jump ship? And he goes, well, because I hit a wall for the first time. And it's like, well, that's exactly what you want in a party. Right. Somebody who's just going to jump ship as soon as shit goes Sign bad. Sign of danger, know? I have to leave. <laughs> right. Flight and fight, and he's just going to flight the fuck out of there. The other, uh, it's not a direct quote, but mm-hmm. just the fact that Jason was giving himself Vegas odds <laughs> right. at, yeah. pl- at plus, plus 125. He was plus 300 was, at, the, at the lowest. It was yeah. really funny. Yeah, it was. That was actually funny. Um, Jason's great. We still love him. He is. All right, so let's do top three, bottom two. Yeah, all right, so... Uh, my bottom two, I'm gonna put. Uh, it's funny because both our bottom twos got catapulted right, out. Right, both right. Jordan Damon and Goss, We have to have new ones. Um, Chris is in there after his meltdown, mm-hmm. and then at number one has to be Lincoln for me. Uh, just to continually know that he's a sex offender. Right. Uh, he's. I had him at like second to last, and I was like, oh wait, he groped somebody. So now, now he's dead last. Yeah, actually, to be honest with you, I had him at second to last, and then you just <laughs> said, I was like, no, I should probably have him at uh, dead last. Yeah. Not only is he a sex offender, he shit on the floor at right, his work. Right, right. Um, so you got to have that. And then, and then uh, otherwise, Chris as well, just because, yeah. uh, again, great entertainment with the self-destruction. Right. Great entertainment. But um, he's just – he's you know what? All right, I coined Squid for David. Chris is a – he's a tool. He, oh, he is a tool. He's a tool. And absolutely. He, and he tool. looks like Tony Parkus from Heavyweights. He, he does. He absolutely does. And I've seen a lot. I know you don't watch Friends, but he. Um, yeah. I've seen a lot of the tweets that are comparing him to uh, Chandler's roommate after Joey moved out, which I see. And if you don't know who that is, I don't. it's the guy that was in the music video for There She Goes by Sixpence on the Rich. Oh, my God. I haven't watched that video in like 15 <laughs> yeah. years. <laughs> Great song, though. But, yeah, it's the same guy. All right, top three. Top three. Uh, at three, I have Leo. Okay. Uh, I just still like the guy. Yeah. Again, he doesn't have big weeks, but he yeah. just I like him. Yeah. Two is Wills. Uh, he moved up for me after putting him on a uh, putting Chris on a poster there. Yeah. Uh, and number one, always in Forever is Colton. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my three... Um, I'm going to also have Wills there, uh, Leo kind of three B. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number two, who I'm just growing to like a lot, a lot of one liners coming out of his mouth is Connor. Oh. I don't know why. I just, every time they kind of, they kind of cut to him, he has some sort of one liner. He's doing something kind of stupid yeah. and it just makes me laugh. I, I appreciate and his it. Song his harkened, song was hark- harkened back to when he threw the, yes, the picture frame, it was which pretty is like good. very self-aware, very tongue in cheek. Yes. Like that. And the number one is Jason because he's just the best. Yeah. He's um, great. All right. Becca's. Um, I have the same Chris and Lincoln in reverse order because I don't think she knows about the okay. shit on the floor of right. sex offender. Um, I think Chris is on the, on the top of her shit list. Like, right. Oh, yeah. She's got to hate him. And then probably Lincoln just because the other guys, I think everyone else there, has had him. There's a time. very real chance that Chris, if there, if like, let's say she could choose how many roses she wanted to give out, Chris wouldn't have made it. No. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I, 
there's a I'm not gonna say he's a producer pick, but she probably was like, well, I at least have something established between him and John, so yeah. I'm gonna go with him, I guess. Agreed. Yep. Um, and then y'all, oh, Lincoln, you said so. My bottom two, obviously Chris, and then this one might surprise you a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna say Leo. Leo. I'm yeah. gonna say Leo, and 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 starting to get into that Jordan territory where you look at him and you say. Is Becca gonna end up with right, Leo? Right, and you know, and you know that it's, it's probably, probably not, not yeah. because he hasn't had any like real time so right, far. Right, but yeah, I just I couldn't bring myself. No, to I know. All right, top three, and I think we kind of said it earlier, but I, I'm curious to hear your order. Yeah, my order is uh, three Blake, two Garrett, one Colton. Okay, um, my order is three Colton, two Blake, one Garrett. I I still think she's, and just. I don't know what it is about Garrett. She seems the giddiest with Garrett. She is giddy. I, I do see that. Yeah. yeah. In any case, those are definitely – I mean, you can end the show now. Like, they're, they're right. making it. Right, Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, unless somebody pulls a Chris. True. Yeah. Oh, unless yeah. Somebody pulls a Chris. Epic meltdown. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap the show up with our bold prediction for next week in yeah. Richmond, Virginia. All right, so I went a little – I bent the rules a little bit. It's still a bold prediction. Okay. Uh, but it's not necessarily about next week. But in the previews, they showed, like, again, clips from, like – way down the line in the season. Uh, and my bold prediction is that they they bring like eight people to hometowns because Ooh. everybody would ha- was like in a tropical location. So That's I don't true. know how many fucking people she's bringing them. Well, not only to. that, they, they've shown a lot of people saying I love you. Yeah. A lot. It's not so, yeah. you know, probably like eight of them are going to be there. No, that's not bad. All right. And now my bold prediction, since we are Richmond, the capital of the Old South. Yeah. Um, Virginia's for fuckers. Right. <laughs> Race is going to be thrown around next week. <laughs> I, I almost I, I, had I that. Think, I, I think we're going to have some sort of racial tension that's going to happen next yes. week, probably between Chris and Wills, and the, primarily, <laughs> and it's going to be really good. Uh, it's going to be old, really good. The old capital of the Confederacy. Yep. So that, that's my uh, that's my big prediction for next week. There's yeah. going to be some race going on. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that'll, I guess, wrap things up. Oh, for... wait. There, there is a race because they have the election. Oh, oh. good one. Yeah. <laughs> all, good right, one. all right. All right. All right. So I guess that'll wrap things up for this episode of Bachelor Night in America presented by Water Cooler Sports. Uh, do you have any final words there, Junior? Uh, I don't. I think we're good. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Special and an- thanks again to Nick. Yeah. Another great big thanks to Nick. And uh, we will talk to you. We'll see you next week. With a little love. Some tenderness We'll walk upon the water We'll rise above the mist With a little peace And some harmony We'll take the world together We'll take them by the hand Standing there